Hey everyone, welcome to a new video. I know a lot of you hate these intros, so I'll just try and make it quick. If you have your own story that you might want to share, send it at southerncannibal.com. Alright, that's all I wanted to say. I hope you enjoy these stories. And remember, to always, stay hungry. The story took place back in fall of 2019 at a Walmart in New Jersey. I was 29 years old at the time, and I had just finished my overnight shift. It was around 6am, and I wanted to buy a few things before I went home to sleep. Most of my days I spent sleeping, so typically I like to run errands in the morning. On this morning, I had went to Walmart to grab some stuff, and as I was shopping, I had noticed a man with a red cap on looking at me. The man looked around 30s, and nothing was really strange about him that set off alarms. At least, not yet. The more that I'm shopping, I notice this same guy seems to show up wherever I am. What really creeped me out was whenever our eyes connected, he had quickly looked away, and he would pretend like he was looking for something. Now, I've always been a very observant person, and I'm always on high alert. For the next five minutes, I would go to random places in the store, and sometimes even hide, and I would see him looking around for me, and once he saw me, he would again act like he's looking for something. I knew that I didn't want him to follow me outside, and feared that he might approach me or even follow me home, so I devised a plan to lose him. I decided to walk to the opposite side of the store, away from the registers. I allowed him to see me so he could follow me, and when I turned a corner, I walked so fast so I could rush to the front to pay for my stuff. As I'm paying, I see him get in line, and thankfully, there are two people in front of him. We make eye contact, and I rush out of the store. As soon as I exited the store, I ran to my car and I then hastily threw my stuff in the car and sat down. The moment I close my door, I see the man almost in a jog-type rush out of the front door. He just stands there looking around as if he's looking for someone. By this time, I crouched down on my seat, and he just stood there for like a minute just looking around before walking to his car. The weird thing is he came out with no shopping bag and nothing in his hands. I've watched enough crime shows to know when someone looks suspicious. The number one rule is to never let someone get too close to you. I don't know what that guy wanted, but I'm really glad I never had to find out. As always, be careful out there. I was recently watching one of your videos about a stalker story, and it uncovered a few unwanted memories for me about my own. When I was a teenager, I was stalked twice. Whether it was by the same person or multiple people, I don't know. The first incident happened on July 4th, 2014. I had just finished a 5k run and I was really exhausted, but my mom and I were heading to the airport for my stepsister's wedding. On the freeway, I had received a snapchat from someone I didn't remember adding. They sent a blank image that told me I did great in the race, and they asked why I wasn't home. Naively, I responded back, telling them thank you and that I was traveling. 
The image was immediately opened, and I got a response quickly. They were angry, saying I wasn't allowed to leave them, and that I didn't have their permission. I left the response open, but not long after, I received another. They used my full name, and they told me to wait at the airport, and they'd pick me up and take me home. I started to panic a bit, and through tears, I told my mom what they were saying, and she told me to block them. I never got any new messages or anybody else knew trying to add me. Well, two years later, when I was a senior in high school, it was track season, and i just come back home from a track meet. I was at my dad's house this time when it started, this time through text messages. They told me that they were a sponsor from a famous athletic wear brand that I will not disclose. I responded vaguely, unsure of this. I had been mentioned a few times in the papers about my races and my running career, so I thought that maybe they heard about me from that. But after doing some thinking, I knew what was happening, and I told my overprotective father about it. We sat on the couch, and we had watched all the messages then roll in. They all started out as professional, but then they changed. They began to ask what kind of underwear I wore under my uniform for performance reasons. Then they asked what I do with my underwear whenever I was done sweating in them. I saw the text bubble come up again, but my father snatched my phone and then called the person. A man answered with a thick voice and as if they were winded. My dad said in a very calm but threatening tone that if this man ever contacted me again or tried to, he would find the man and slowly kill him. He then hung up on the phone and stormed out. I did my dad one better though. I called my best friend at the time and I asked if he could go to his dad and put me on speaker. His dad was a cop in the neighboring town and I told them everything. His dad got the man's number from me and he told me he'd handle it and to let him or my friend know if I got any new messages. Well, about once a week on the same day at the same time, I got a message, always saying, You will be mine. I don't care how many people you involve. They can't stop me. And it was from a different number every time. I put all of the messages in a group chat, and I told him that he was a coward, and that he was no longer going to scare me. I told him that if he ever did find me, he would meet my switchblade too. Surprisingly, I never heard from him again after that. I still to this day always carry a knife with me for protection. And it's probably a good idea that I do that. I've also shared a story here before about being followed by a stranger at college and pulling a knife on him. After everything that had happened with the year before with the stalker, I knew keeping my knife on me was the best decision I ever made. I still do, and I've run into many more creeps since then. There are some really disgusting people in this world. Minor or adult, you need to protect yourself. I still to this day don't know who the stalker or stalkers were, and I hope I never do. Don't ever let them take advantage of you. Make sure to tell somebody, and to also keep everything for proof. Stay safe, everybody. This happened to me last week when I was on the bus waiting to go home from work. I saw a guy waiting and staring at me at the bus stop. I was thinking that he too was just waiting for the bus. He had this smile, 
and it was really creepy. He just stared at me, and since I had my AirPods on, he just waved hi. He was wearing all black, and he had a hoodie on, but at the time, I wasn't thinking too much about it. Anyways, I get on the bus, and I look for a seat near the front of the bus. He got on, and he sat a couple of seats away from me. He was on his phone, and he looked like he was just texting someone, but he also had his eye on me the whole time. I get a little nervous, and I decide to go to my friend's house since she lives closer. I called her and told her the situation, and she tells me that she would be meeting me halfway, so I pull the cord to indicate to the driver that I want to get off. I was hoping that this guy wouldn't get off as well, but sure enough, he gets off too. I exit the bus quickly, and I start power walking to my friend's house. The man speeds up as if he was trying to catch up to me, and I glance back, and I then see him pull something out from the corner of my eye, and that's when I really start to pick up my pace. I put my AirPods in my case, and I start running. I decide to run in an alley, and I hide behind a car, and I really don't know how he knew I was there, but I then see him slowly check around the trash cans, as well as underneath the other parked cars, and he ends up dropping what he was holding, and it was a small pocket knife. As he's getting closer to me, I held my breath, trying not to breathe, and just hoping to God that he didn't see me. But luckily, he had passed the car that I was hiding under, and as soon as he passed the car, I then sprinted and ran as fast as I could, and I then sent my friend my location. I don't know how she was able to know where I was, but my friend found me pretty quickly, and the guy saw us, and he started to chase us both down the alley. We managed to get away and flag down a police officer, then telling him what happened. He took down our reports, and a few minutes later, the cop was able to locate him. Well, what the cop then told me chilled me to the bone. They found a small pocket knife on him, as well as a photo of me at the bus stop. I'm really glad that they caught him. This took place back when I was 19, so back in 2014-ish. This explains why we were so naive. My friend and I, both female, live by a river that runs along the city, and we were avid urban explorers at the time, and we really loved to go on night adventures. We knew of a secret spot at the river via the train tracks, and we wanted to go for a chilly night swim. As background info, to get to the train tracks, you have to go to a neighborhood and find the dead end to the cul-de-sac that backs up to the woods. There's a steep staircase shrouded with trees that leads from the cul-de-sac through the woods, then to the train tracks. All of this is very poorly lit, and the staircase is pitch black and concealed with trees and shrubbery. Well, we started heading down to the road to the cul-de-sac, and we got pretty close to the end. But we had saw a man standing there at the entrance to the darkness of the staircase, with his bag turned to us, facing the darkness. This is a college town, so we thought it was some drunk kid who was going down to the river, and that he would move along shortly. For some reason, though, my friend and I both froze at the same time, and then stopped, approaching the guy, as he didn't ever go down the staircase like we expected, and he just kept staring into the darkness, 
listening to us. We don't move, keeping our distance, and eventually the man turns around and addresses us. It was an older man, maybe in his 60s with a longer white beard, and he had a paper bag in his hand with some alcohol. He went on to offer some to us, and we said that we were fine and no thank you. He asked us what we were doing, and we lied, and we told him we were just meeting friends. This whole time, we never moved closer to him, almost frozen as we stood our distance. He started going on that we needed to be careful, and he kept encouraging us to go before him down the pitch black staircase. He held up his phone, and he said that he could illuminate the path for us if we went in before him. His phone was an old flip phone with barely any light emanating from it, so that made it even more sketchy. We declined. He then said, Hey, calm down. You're safe in my woods. You're safe with my voice. And he started to disappear down the staircase into the darkness. We knew not to go down the pitch black staircase with that creepy man in there. But still determined for a night swim, we remember that there was actually another path which was just an inclined paved sidewalk that led down to the same path to the river. This path went around and alongside the staircase, so it was the longer round to the river. We figured that if we took that way, he would be ahead of us, and we could also keep an eye out on him. Stupid, I know. So we went down the incline, and we expected to see the man ahead of us on the path, as the path ahead of us was a straight shot. However, we never did see the man. We waited for a bit for him to come out and get ahead of us, but he never did. We got pretty spooked, and we walked back up the incline to the main road where the cul-de-sac is. My friend looked over at the creepy staircase, and we saw that the man was watching us, and he then ducked back into the staircase into the darkness. That really spooked the hell out of us, and we ran to my car, which I luckily brought that night. I live close to the neighborhood with the river entrance, and normally, we would just walk from my neighborhood to that neighborhood. I admitted to my friend that the thought going through my head the whole time was, I don't want to die tonight, and she told me she had the exact same thought. I'm not really sure what would have happened if we did go down those stairs, but he could have easily shoved us down and then did whatever he wanted in the darkness. He was definitely up to no good, and we're really lucky to be alive to tell the tale. This was my lesson, and I don't go to dark concealed areas of the city at night anymore. I'm a 25-year-old female, but at the time I was 21. I've lived at the same house since I was two years old, so I'm very familiar with my neighborhood. We used to have this pit bull Labrador mix named Blue, and he was a very protective, loyal dog. Well, one late night in the middle of fall, I went for a walk with Blue around my neighborhood. I was never really scared to walk at night as long as I had Blue with me. Well, I was wrong. We were walking and we were having a good time. I walked to this little park and I sat there at the table, just enjoying the quiet. I lit up a cigarette and I sat there smoking. Now, usually during weekdays, there's no one out this late, so I automatically assumed I would see no one there. Well, while I was sitting there, I saw this tall man walk by, 
and he didn't really pay any attention to me, so I just thought maybe they were just walking like me. So I finished my cigarette, and we start walking again. I was just walking all over my neighborhood, just letting Blue lead me. Well, I'm two blocks away from my house, and while I'm walking, if the sidewalk has hedges or other things that people can hide behind, I won't ever walk on them. I'll just walk in the middle of the street. So me and Blue are walking down the street, and we see the same man from earlier walking the opposite way towards us, and he just keeps glancing at me and Blue. He starts walking in the street too, and I get on the sidewalk, but most of the sidewalk is overgrown with hedges, so I got all scratched up trying to walk as far away from the man as possible. Well, pretty soon, I can no longer see him, so me and Blue just keep walking. Well, as we're walking, Blue keeps turning around and looking, and even growling a little. But whenever I look, I don't see anything. Well, by now, I'm really creeped out. So I figured it's time to go home, and we start walking home. Blue turns around again, and this time he's growling louder. And I finally can see the same man about a block and a half away. Now I'm very creeped out at this point, because the chances of seeing him that many times is slim. So I begin to pick up the pace, and I start heading home. He just keeps following us the whole time, and Blue is growling. But the man doesn't seem to be scared at all. By now we're about two blocks away from my house, and he's less than a block from behind us. So I try to call my mom and stepdad, but no answer. Since no one answered, I pretend to be talking on the phone with them, and I then tell them that I'm almost home, which was probably a dumb decision. Well, when I get done with my fake phone call, I'm on the same block that I live on, but I'm on the complete opposite side of my house. My house is on the corner, and I'm on the opposite corner, and down the middle of my block behind everyone's backyard is an alleyway. So I'm still walking, and I can hear his footsteps getting closer, and Blue keeps trying to stop and growl and bark at the man. But it's not scaring the man at all, so I just keep trying to hurry up with Blue. We finally get to my street, and my house is just down on the corner. I look back, and I don't see the man anymore. But I know he is there, because Blue's still growling. I then stand in the intersection so that he can't jump out and grab me. I kind of just stand there for a second. I then see him come out from behind a garbage can and start running towards us. So I start running full force right down the street to my house. I've never ran that fast before in my life. I get in front of my house and stop because our front gate is always locked because we use the back gate to get into the house. But I also stopped there because I felt like my heart was going to explode in my chest and I was looking for the man, but I couldn't find him. But not three seconds after I got in front of my house, I see him coming towards me again, right from the side of the corner of my house. I realized that he had been running too, but he wasn't behind me, so he had ran through the alleyway to try to get to me. The man had caught up to me, and he just walked by smiling at me with the most evil smile I'd ever seen. I then ran in my house, locking all of the doors. I never did see the man again after that and I still live in the same house to this day. And as you can imagine, 
I've also never walked at night by myself ever again.